Let us worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness this morning by opening our Bibles to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. If you read Nehemiah chapter 8 in preparation last evening, you were reminded that worshiping the Lord in the beauty of holiness and having a holy day of a solemn assembly includes Christian joy and great mirth and much gladness. And we want to give the Lord those things today. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It's not something we do individually, it's something we do corporately, and we should all be happy and glad and excited together for this opportunity to worship the true and living God who is our Father. Amazing words in one sentence. The great gift of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for our salvation and our perpetual protection in this universe who has given us this church, the gifts that are in it, all of the kindness to us, the Word of God, the Holy Spirit was purchased by His shed blood. All those blessings are ours. In Acts chapter 2, you are very familiar, because I've shown you even again recently, that the early church was a happy church. In Acts chapter 2, verses 41 through 47, we have a description of the first day and the days that followed of the church at Jerusalem. And it tells us in verse 46, And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. They were united together in gladness over apostolic doctrine and fellowship. They ate their meals together because they wanted to be together because this was the character of a Spirit-filled church. If we turn a few pages to Acts chapter 8, we find Philip, originally ordained as a deacon in Acts chapter 6, going to the city of Samaria. And the Bible tells us in verse 5 that Philip preached Jesus to the inhabitants of the city of Samaria. He preached Christ unto them in verse 5. But it tells us in verse 8, And there was great joy in that city to have a deacon come who was now an evangelist and preach Jesus Christ to them caused great joy. And there ought to be great joy in this place because of hearing about that same Lord Jesus Christ. If we turn a few more chapters to chapter 13, we have Paul in Antioch of Pisidia across the Mediterranean from his home town of Antioch of Syria, and he's preaching there, and we read these words that should be even more precious to us Gentiles. Verse 48, and when the Gentiles heard this, what they hear? They heard that Paul and Barnabas had judged the Jews unworthy to hear the gospel, and that they would turn to the Gentiles, the last words of verse 46 because God had commanded them to be a light of the Gentiles, and that they should take the message of salvation to the ends of the earth. Verse 48, that's what they had heard. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. No one believes the gospel without having been ordained to eternal life by Almighty God before the foundation of the world, which is the whole unified message 
of the gospel and the New Testament and the whole Bible. That God has chosen His people, whether they be the people of Israel that made up the church of the Old Testament, or whether they be a combination of Jews and Gentiles in the New Testament, He has chosen them and ordained them to eternal life. They're the ones that believe the gospel, and no one else will ever believe it. There is no human means available to help a natural man believe the gospel. But when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad. We should be glad because we are Gentiles that were outside the commonwealth of Israel until the Lord Jesus Christ. And so they came together again, and the apostles preached to them. And it says in verse 52, the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost, and those things go together. The Holy Ghost expects us to be thankful and joyful, and He blesses a person so doing, and without the Holy Ghost, we're not truly going to be joyful. So they both work together. We want to have a great day in the house of the Lord today for His honor and glory, for the benefit of each other, for the lifting up of our own souls. That's why we've come together. May the Lord bless us. Let us pray. Holy Father, we thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that You sent Your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to be our Redeemer and our Savior. He is our Lord and our King. He is the Apostle and High Priest of our profession. He is the surety of the better covenant of the New Testament. He is the only door and way unto Thee. He is the truth and He is the life. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the Amen for all Your promises are confirmed and guaranteed in Him. And we thank Thee for Him. We thank Thee, Holy Father, that there were 3,000 on the day of Pentecost that heard the resurrection message from Peter and they repented and believed the gospel. And in the days following, they ate their meat with gladness from house to house with like-minded brethren. And we are in such a situation this morning. And Lord, we pray that You will be among us and that the Lord Jesus Christ will walk around this candlestick and that the Holy Spirit will fill us, guide us, direct us, teach us, lead us, and imbue us with power from on high, that we would be as joyful, as thankful, and as loving as we should be toward Thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and Thee, our Heavenly Father. We thank Thee that in the days of Philip, he traveled to Samaria, and that city rejoiced with great joy to hear the new news of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee, Lord, that the Apostle Paul and Barnabas opened the way of the gospel to the Gentiles in Antioch, and that they were glad when they heard that message, and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. We believe this day. Therefore we know that You have ordained us to eternal life, and we thank Thee. O Lord, we believe, but help Thou our unbelief. Increase our faith in Thee. Increase our joy. Increase our peace. Increase our love toward Thee, Heavenly Father. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our slothfulness. Forgive us our spiritual coldness. Forgive us our love of this world. Forgive us for being so weak with the temptations of our flesh. We are pitiful. 
We are disgraceful. Lord, have mercy upon us. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Lord, save us. Look into our spirits and see there that we desire to worship Thee with all our hearts, all our minds, soul, and strength this day. Forgive us as the flesh pulls us down, but lift us up, O Lord, and give us victory by Your powerful Spirit this day. We thank Thee for America. We thank Thee for our rulers. We thank Thee for the biblical heritage we have in this nation and the vestiges of it that are still visible throughout this land. We pray, O Lord, for a revival among Your people first, that they would humble themselves and seek Your face and forsake their foolish ways, and You might preserve this nation and its tranquility for a while longer for our children and our children's children. Heavenly Father, bless our rulers. We are thankful for them. They are better than the rulers that the Apostle Paul had. We pray, O Lord, that You will give them wisdom, that You will lead and direct them, that You will protect them, empower them, that You will give them great boldness, and that they will legislate and enforce laws that will protect Your people under their care. We pray for all of Your servants and saints throughout the earth, many of which are scattered abroad upon the hills as sheep without a shepherd, that You will be with them and gather them as only You are able to do. Heavenly Father, O Lord, we ask that You would open our hearts and open our minds and humble us before Thee that we might rejoice in the things that You have given us the things that You have done for us, and even above those two things because they involve us, that You would reveal Thyself to us and Your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that we might rejoice in Thee and in Him regardless of our circumstances. Lord, help us to this end. We're thankful to be in Thy house. It is a great privilege. We are thankful. Not only have you left your church in the earth, but you have put a desire in our hearts to be here. The combination is all of sovereign grace, and we thank thee. Bless us, Heavenly Father, now. Let us use this privileged time with all our might for your great honor and glory, the lifting up of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the strengthening of one another. For we pray these things In Jesus' glorious name, amen.